Hi, Isla. How are you? Hi. World, how are you? <laughs> world, crazy, how are crazy you? world that we've got going on right now. Very much welcome to our uh, November live stream. I had to look and see what month it was. So I could tell you a little bit about the, <laughs> the, uh, the Hermione Voices world today. But it's, been, it's lovely to see you. And um, for those of you that don't know, Alicia is the founder and vision holder for the Hermione Voices company and nonprofit and all of these wonderful projects that we do. And I am Aisla and I work as her organizational strategist and supporter. It's an honor to me to be part of this amazing community and to be here to, to share a little bit about what we've got going on. And um, we're, we're, you're not confused. You're not uh, reading it incorrectly. Aisla is Alicia in reverse. In reverse, we have palindromes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, um, it's very good to see you today. And you're in, are you in Denver right now? I, I'm in. I'm in a little bit outside. I'm a little north of Denver today. So, but that's my general region. And Alicia, you're joining us from. I am in Amsterdam. Such a beautiful yeah. place. It is a beautiful place. And you know what? Um, just a few minutes ago, right before we got on. Um, I, I was sitting here with one of our uh, partners. David is with um, 7 Billion Presidents, and we're doing some partnerships, and we'll talk about that at, at some point. But uh, David said, you know what? I just found out that Amsterdam almost uh, flooded this week. We had an insane amount of rain. It was just nonstop days, days, days of it. And evidently, it was on that crucial point. So, um, you know, they were out there trying to figure out, um, you know, what do we turn off? What do we open? How do we get ready for emergency systems? That sort of thing. Um, so these things are happening on a regular basis all over the planet. When I was in New York last month or two, yeah, about a month mm -hmm. or so ago, same thing. I think we had within, what, it was within just a few hours, we had something like two months worth of rain. Mm -hmm. And so there yeah. was flooding in the streets like crazy. You were seeing firefighters out there waist deep in the city streets, uh, wading the waters. Um, mother is, it's an Sending event. us a message. She sent, she's, yes. she's, she's sending coming. a message. She really mm -hmm. is. And I know um, even I've got friends who are in Iceland. Basically, have you been paying attention to Iceland? Not recently, no. Ah, this week, the volcano out there is rumbling like crazy. They've got roads that have been split apart. They're waving, that sort of thing. Um, people are on alert. People are fleeing the country. Um, wow. All sorts of things happening on the planet. She yeah. is rumbling. Yeah, she really is. Well, and, and for those of you who are joining us and are wondering, yes, you are the right place. We are going to be speaking with Adriana Marina uh, about igniting regenerative and circular models through collaboration. Anima and Hecho con nosotros is the uh, title of our show today. Uh, this is the beginning part where we're going to talk a little bit about what Hermione Voices is up to and connect with you as part of our new format and to just try to bring you a little bit into the world that we are operating in, one of which is this very deep commitment to Mother Earth, both because we care about the planet and, and her, and also because we care about you, our siblings, and uh, the people that are being affected by things that they didn't cause. So we hope that you will join us for the whole uh, experience and we promise we will get to Adriana uh, shortly. Where do you want to start? Well, I know we talked about maybe uh, Earth Day, but I'll, I'm going to jump in. I'm so excited. So for those of you that uh, are living in the U.S., there is a period of time, the week after the U.S. holiday, uh, that uh, we don't necessarily want to get too into. Uh, if it is the first Tuesday, it's Giving Tuesday. And um, we are really excited to launch our Be a Seed for Change campaign, uh, which is recognizing 
a little bit to what Alicia was talking about, that in order for us to come together and to really help nurture the future for all of us on this planet and to see the ways that mother is grumbling and to come together to address that. And it's both a fundraising campaign and also an action raising campaign. We want you to, to participate, donate to us, and then also to be part of our newsletter, volunteer, and be part of planting those seeds for change, both in terms of mental seeds and education and physical seeds like hemp seeds. Yeah, every time we we plant a seed, and it can be literally planting a seed, making the difference in your community by planting a seed, because we, as long as we're nurturing that, we're going to experience the fruits of our labor, as well as planting that seed, is, as well as that financial seed, um, which every nonprofit needs, right? Um, we're no different in that. So uh, please help us in connecting community. Um, it doesn't matter whether it's in our own backyard or if it's across the pond. And obviously between myself and Aisla being many miles away, that's what's happening here. Yes. And, uh, and I, I love that quote from you that once, once you're part of community, everything's interconnected. And that's one of the things here at Permanent Voices. Sometimes we get a little bit of a, you know, people are like, we don't understand. Why do you do this education and also agriculture? And for us, it's really because being a part of community really means recognizing that interconnected nature of things. And so if you ever have any questions about why we're doing something, please shoot us an email, hop on social media, and we will do our best to help you to see how we feel that sense of interconnectedness and help you come be part of the community that we see as part of the future here. Yeah, people have a tendency of separating. For some reason, humans want to compartmentalize um, people, events, things, uh, everything. And what I recognize is that there is so much interconnectedness, right? We are all just one big thread between each other, between animals, between plants, whatever the species is, there's this connection. It doesn't really matter what it is. And within that, for us, we are connected in a way that, um, you know what, financial literacy is, for me, a thread to be connected into permaculture. It's a thread that's going to be connected into elder care. There's that, that complete, one thing does not, um, we don't separate, right? And it's a part of our, our core value is whatever I do for another, I do for myself. And the same gets to be said of whatever I do to another, I do to myself. And we we really focus on that interconnectedness across yeah. all topics. Yeah, it's a very powerful place to be. And I super appreciate the way that you bring that forward. Um, you, uh, you were talking about some things that you had experienced in Amsterdam, a climate march around indigenous liberation. Yes. It's indigenous in, in the Netherlands, they call it um, Indigenous Liberation Day. Um, I kind of like the idea it's called Indigenous Liberation Day as, a, as opposed to Indigenous Peoples Day. For me, that fits. And um, yeah, so you don't you don't really think I think most people don't think much about, oh, you're in the Netherlands. What do you mean indigenous peoples? And many, many, many people came out for this event. Um, and a combination of we're recognizing the issues that we're all dealing with collectively around climate, um, as well as issues around the topic of murdered and missing indigenous women and girls. Um, but the Indigenous Liberation Day here was uh, for me a joyous event. Um, and it went on, there, there are a number of events that were happening during the course of the week. I was able to attend a couple of them there was song, there's spoken word, there's protest, there's everything that's out there. But a lot of the focus had to do with climate issues. Um, Aisla, we've talked about it many, many, many times. Um, you know, we recognize that indigenous peoples are a little less than 5% of the world's population. And yet 80% of that responsibility of protecting mother is within indigenous peoples communities. Um, so, and oftentimes, well, usually it's done without the resources. The right. folks who, yeah, typically the folks who are most impacted in the world are the ones who have the least amount of resources. 
They're the first ones who are going to be impacted. They have the least amount of resources, and Indigenous peoples across the planet are no exception to that. Yeah. So um, those are the kind of things that we really need to pay attention to and support those communities, whether it's protecting the Amazon or you know in your own backyard within your your um, Indigenous communities. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm sorry. I know that you're you're in an uh, you have an issue where you had to go into an area where you, you're in a noisy area. So everyone who's listening, um, please be patient with us on that one. As I'm doing my best to mute and also be able to respond. I, like I love, I'm muted and I'm like, yes. <laughs> so, um, also, I, I just wanted to segue a little bit. So we have um, started offering some uh, CBD um, products and I know some of these come from recipes that you brought forward. And I feel like that's a really great tie-in to this, you know, part of, maybe you could talk a little bit about why hemp, uh, why CBD. I mean, we want to keep it short because we want to make sure. So if you're really interested, folks, where this is like super high level, quick touch in, because we want to get on to talking about um, with Adriana, but just to, to give you a little understanding of how this connects to uh, Mother Earth and why this is an important thing for us. Hemp, for those of you who don't know, it's a cannabis plant. It is a cousin to marijuana. Um, and when in 1937, when in the U.S. it was made illegal, cannabis was made illegal, they put hemp in, in the mix with it. And for thousands of years across this planet, everyone had access to hemp and it was used for medicine, for housing, for, for clothing. You name it, it's been used. And so now that it's coming back into the fold, it is important that we work with this plant. You know, we recognize that every time we take one element out of the biodiversity, we throw everything off kilter. Hemp is one of those plants. The beauty of it is that it does so much for us. It always has. So we are, I am very excited about it. We've been working with hemp. Well, we've been working in the hemp industry for probably about seven years now. And um, over the last few years, we've created our uh, product line. And um, so, yes, I'm very excited about it. These, the photos that you're seeing here are hemp soaps. We have our soaps and our bath salts are handcrafted by indigenous Hopi Dene women. I am very proud of that. Very proud of that. Um, the hemp masks that we sell, those are created by Nepalese women. Um, we also have another product line. It's, called, it's, it's one of the newer ones. It's called Vitality Elixir. That recipe I created with elders in mind. It's got lion's mane, turmeric, ginger. It's got all of those benefits in it and dark chocolate as well. Um, and these are the things that we're bringing forward. And as you know, Aisla, we've been working, especially out here, we've been doing a lot of conferences on hemp building. Um, as a matter of fact, just a couple of weeks ago, I had a house full of people. I think I was hosting like seven people who came in from all over the planet. We had folks who came in from Haiti. As a matter of fact, we had Jane Wynn on last month from Haiti. Uh, a couple of other Haitian folks were here. We had a woman in from Germany. We had Czech Republic. We had um, Blake, uh, Blake Kent, who is our operational operations manager, came in from Washington. Um, we had Jeremy came in from um, Cincinnati. And so these are the things that we are focused on. We're looking at building structures, moving forward, using hempcrete for building. It is energy efficient. Um, it's healthy. We're not using toxic materials with it. It is fire resistant, earthquake resistant. Um, you don't have to worry about bugs pestering you and eating like termites and that kind of thing. So there are a lot of benefits to using this plant. Um, but right now, our focus is using it and, and creating these, um, these products within uh, CBD products. Well, and one thing that's really exciting about it is that um, the, uh, we finally have this line up and available on the website. And people can start buying that. And so next week, when you're getting all these messages to shop, come and join us and do self-care with a purpose. That's our new little tagline. So it's very exciting. And I, lo um, you know, I love that little tag that you put up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So, and, uh, and we invite you all to come check us out. And I would say, I would love to invite Myrna and Adriana to come on and get down to the core of our story today is, uh, does that feel good to you or do you have anything else you want to uh, add? Absolutely. No, let's go. Let's go with that. Cause I know we're, we're also, uh, we want to be cognizant of time here. And Adriana, is, is, she's coming in from Argentina for this call. Yeah. This is great. All right. Thank you so much everybody for joining us. And let me welcome, um, Myrna and Adriana. And Adriana, we'll thank you so much for joining thank you so us much today. For being here. And we'll hop off and let you guys have the center stage. Myrna, thank you. Ladies, enjoy. And I'm looking forward to what you have to share today. Me too. All right, goodbye. Cannot hear. Thank you so much. Thank you to Alicia and Isela as well. And Adriana, welcome to Gaia Gossip. We're so thrilled to have you here. And um, I really love that introduction from Her Many Voices because we got an update on what's really happening. And so much of it ties obviously directly right into your work. Um, that really is all about, you know, Mother Earth and it's taking care of the planet. Um, so thank you for joining us. I know that you're working um, really on a global stage. And um, if I can just summarize in one phrase, it's transforming the fashion industry into a force for good. And you're truly working on a global stage with the United Nations, with the Economic and Social Council there, and you're an Ahsoka fellow. There's so many things that you're doing. I'd love for you to also introduce yourself, please. Yeah, well, thank you, thank you, Gaia Gossip and her many voices for this great opportunity of being sharing our regenerative models, our journey of systemic change. Well, my name is Adriana Marina, I was born in Patagonia, in the south of Argentina, that place that makes us dream so much about nature, about that imponent force of nature. But at the same time, I can uh, say in first world, the, dif the, the difficulties that when you are born there and for local people, indigenous people, producers, artisans, micro, small, medium firms, the challenges about uh, getting and appropriating of the value added they create and they give locally and worldwide. So I embrace that in my heart since I was a, a child. Now I have white hair <laughs> and many jewels in order how understanding how the value chains and these issues uh, occur. Yes, what is about our system? So finally, I finished under the umbrella of fashion. That is so interesting because we are all part every day of an industry that is really danger for ourselves each day because all, of all the chemicals, of the toxic, all the toxics in our head. Yes, how we are impulsed to buy things that we do not need and we do not totally understand what is behind uh, uh, the way we dress our home, our daily life. So uh, this took us to understand this industry that is so important because uh, finally affected all our system of production and of consumption. I think it's totally transversal to all industries, no? So with this in mind is that we embrace these regenerative models locally, yes, with these holistic models, learning from indigenous people, micro, small, medium firms, all their voices are not at the system. And I think this is, these are the roots of the problems we have, not just in these industries, in all our system. Yes, and more yes. and more, one, one of the, the themes that we can find is that now the solutions are invented by the system, but the, the system is not ready, is not prepared, does not have 
the spirit, the, the will, in order to connect and to listen, and the time, yes, to listen this grassroots. So yeah. if you want, I, I can go for the presentation. I don't yes. know if you want to. Yes, okay. in a moment. I want to just uh, point out a few things you said. Thank you so much yeah. for that introduction. Um, I know you're right about Patagonia, right? People think of Patagonia and they're like, oh, it's the epitome of nature. And um, and you're saying it's it's really not that simple, right? And there's so many things we can do to um, to really impact what we're doing in our own daily lives with our shopping habits and being aware of what's in the fashion and other, other things. And I love the point you just made about all of your work is translatable to other industries. Yeah. So yes, I'd love to have your presentation and have everyone learn more about you now before we continue talking. That would be really great. Great. Thank you. I will be sharing slideshow. Oh, sorry that. Well, <laughs> I, I will show all because it's okay. No problem. <laughs> A minute. Long yes, short. We'll take about we'll take about 10 minutes to learn more okay. about what your work is. Yeah. Well, well, I uh, when I began this work talking about wisdom no, for a better world, talking about regenerative models, about bringing the information from the grassroots. I was uh, quite alone also, and more and more, if we talk in the fashion industry, that finally was the place that embraced the products of uh, producers of natural fibers as Merino wool, camelids, all across the Andes, silk, um, different kind of natural fibers that really improve our daily life and that more and more are outside our daily life. No? So if we reconnect also with this way of dressing, of designing, of this regenerative model circularity of the design of the ancestral uh, communities that was an expression of wisdom, of connecting with a cosmology, with their own community, with other uh, caring about themselves and local people, I think we, we can really go ahead for this systemic change. It makes so, me wonder what year, what year did you begin? Yeah, well, I I begin when I was a girl, let's say, but with Animana Nature Por Nosotros, I began uh, 15 years ago where I put all the energy concentrated in these two tools, no, that now I will define. Okay. Um, so what I, I find is that we have to reimagine this economy and creativity is in the center. We have this internal power when we are connected with our roots, with our power, with nature. This creativity is endless, yes, and our opportunity of growing is endless. The theme is that our system interrupts this connection, yes, the voices of the earth, that we are part, we are nature as uh, this space so much care and, and, and give tribute with its name, her many voices, no? So um, my, my vision and the vision of thousands of people that are part of Hecho por Nosotros and so many organizations that are part um, as well of this uh, network is a remaking creative economy where technology advances and empowers the business knowledge of artisans, micro, small, medium firms that often are marginalized in the global economy, validating together their wisdom, learning with them, sustainable techniques, processes, and natural materials contributing towards an inclusive models based on sustainability, circularity, and co-creation. I, I think that here is the core of this systemic change that we have to transit together with all stakeholders. And we have to forget the different hats we have, the different areas we live. We are all together, as was mentioned also in the first part, 
with Alicia and Alcia. <laughs> so if we go for this uh, big industry that creates so much value added, is one of the industry, the richest people around the world are in this industry. And many times is hidden the enormous problems and issues that uh, occurs in this industry because of the fragmentation, yes? It is made by slavery. The damage in our earth is totally in the production, in the logistics, in the system, in the business system, in our use, in our health, no? So how we uh, go for this integration? When you go to the basis, to the ones that they have, good practices, medium firms that care about this, they have to lose because of the pressure of the system. The information, the technology, the financial tools are not there. Many times we talk about women and gender and equality. It's so interesting, this industry, because consumers are the, the women. We are the biggest consumers. We are deciding many times about our house, how to dress, our children, etc. And we talk a lot about empowering, about so many things, and we are being the main actors and responsibles of this industry. So we have also this need to educate ourselves, to understand what is behind the level, what is going on, and how can we use all the knowledge, traceability, blockchain, etc., in order to empower local people and to dress correctly? That uh, will be a, a huge uh, state of um, growing our awareness and our systemic change worldwide. The problem also is that when you go locally, the ones that already have good practices, they compete among themselves. They use the system, yes, in order to arrive to the system. The other is the difficulty to identify where the demand for the textiles are, and also the ones that would like to work in a sustainable way, they cannot find the providers. Everything is very interrupted. Mm. Uh, there are lack of mechanisms that can prove sustainability, but real sustainability and not the greenwashing machine that we have running nowadays, no certifications that are serving the same system. We need technology in hands of the grassroots in order they can tell their own narratives and they can give voice to their good practices and be introduced in the value chain, not the big firms talking about traceability and transparency, not knowing nothing about where they produce and how. So these 15 years with Animana and Hecho Por Nosotros, that are the two organizations, Animana is a big corp that works with natural fibers from Argentina, Patagonia, and all across the uh, Andes joining this Andean region in a common voice. So we have the camelids, the most finest fibers of the world. And this allowed me to learn a lot about local issues. So Animana brings these voices, these natural fibers, a design as a tool for local development to integrate us in a slow consumption, in a luxury consumption without losing nothing of the properties and the beautiful things that we aim to use at our cities and at our home. We make this capacity building and training to women that are in the roots, bringing technology and information. We made a business model, a disruptive business model that is um, in many universities at the United Nations, and we give awareness and global voice working hand by hand with United Nations. This uh, year, uh, United Nations Environmental Program selected Animana and Hecho Por Nosotros as a case study of the new way of consumption and production in the um, fashion industry. So these two tools allowed us 
to really understand the bottlenecks of producers, artisans, micro, small, medium firms in different countries to go ahead in all this value chain and to make this Hecho por Nosotros a huge space of collaboration, of sharing good practices, integrating so many other firms, cooperatives, brands, policymakers, academics that would like to transit and learn about this systemic change. So, so important also to introduce, I am okay with the time. <laughs> yes, maybe a few more minutes would be great. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we have to introduce us when we talk about circularity, consumers, I think we have to be the big actors of this systemic change. So when we talk about circularity, we need to empower consumers, to educate consumers. If we uh, know now, for example, this fashion industry is capturing our children from 12 to 20 years as the biggest consumers. Mm -hmm. Yes, using their weakness, their all this social media, and they are the biggest consumers. They are uh, damaging their brain with all this uh, time, so stupid, using things, buying things that they they do not need, and also all the damage they are they are creating on their body, on their own houses. There are a lot of problems of toxics because of all these chemicals and toxics of the wardrobes. No. Everything uh, was very heightened, and now there is a huge movement. European Union is uh, already creating uh, laws and all a framework in order to finish with this uh, fast fashion, and all these issues are more also creating the tools for the film. But we need consumers to push policymakers, brands and the different actors, and to understand what we are doing with our way of consuming. In this way, with this new system, we really empower, we give solutions, all immigrants, people that work in difference. They have enormous potentiality to be uh, locally working and creating uh, their uh, their clothes and, and factoring in a totally different way, yes? And brands should be responsible and should be this uh, brand, this bridge among all. Technology. With United Nations UNESCO program, we have been working for six years around this issue of blockchain in order to integrate small producers, small, micro, small, medium firms to consumers, to big firms, yes? The technology, the way, the path, everything is there. We just need to decide and policymakers should be stronger in order to make it possible. Animanan Hecho Por Nosotros have been part contributing, giving voice and bringing the needs of small artisans, producers to this collaborative program that now is uh, the, the model of this systemic change in Europe. Hecho por nosotros, who did uh, the NGO that um, I funded, and I work with leaders around the world, like Trisha Langman, Edison Benitez, uh, Romina Chobani, and so many that hand, hand by hand, and professionals that each week they come on board in order to be part of the systemic change. So we created this university sharing all these uh, different areas, yes, that we tailor hand by hand with producers, artisans, micro, small, medium firms, with local governments in order to share, going from theory to practice and the new theory. Then we allowed and we invite micro firms or artisans, cooperatives to connect and to bring their challenges and the global community works for many hours, with 30 hours, giving the solution, co-creating the solutions together. These are the different materials that feed our University of Systemic Change and that is 
worldwide and is what um, make us like an example of systemic change. And the business and traceability should be with a model that respects, that makes, that allows transparency, traceability and educates uh, consumers and facilitate brands that have power at the market to be part of this systemic change. We are part of United Nations, the Sustainable Development Goals, all are part, one, four, five, eight, uh, 12, 17, the most important, but education, equality, local, local uh, gender, yes, uh, are programs that are key for all of us in order to go for this systemic change. And all this knowledge can be uh, shared to different areas, universities and professionals. This toolkit is an open toolkit that uh, has been launched in a, with a lot of work and commitment from many uh, professionals and leaders and educators. And now it's serving to governments, universities, and is the program that we look funding in order to scale up, to improve the technology we use, the accessibility and the journeys in order to use the different technologies. In our core uh, at the university is the center of arts and craft, yes, where artisans, their ancestral techniques and all this beauty, all this circularity, all these regenerative models, their biodiversity are the center, their own voices. And this is yeah. what, yeah. yeah. I will finish with this. Thank you. One of the, uh, the programs we work are the legends, no? Local indigenous people, they have this cosmography, this cosmovision, and they share so important and inspiring stories that bring us together from children to big people, from local people worldwide. So every time we work with a community, we also recover their lessons and bring all the community in activities and also share with the world as well as caring about their native languages. So this is a vision, uh, a systemic vision, a holistic vision that everything that is work uh, implies all this system no? and affects all this system. It was nice how well Alcia tell we are all together, everything so small, every every um, plant, every way of, of uh, caring the earth, of living is so important. We have to embrace and to bring soul to our products, to our daily life. And technology and all the evolution of our economy, our system, of our academic should be serving this and this is the systemic change that is already uh, going on and invite all to be part so by now i i got the thank you thank you so much adriana wow it's there's so much there you have covered so much and it really yeah, is, I know. <laughs> and it demonstrates it demonstrates the impact that you're having because it is addressing so many things and before we talk about some of the solutions and more about that, I want to just kind of reiterate a few of the problems that you mentioned that I think are so important that people don't necessarily think of. Um, the term fast fashion, I want to just explain, is, is sort of a, a similar to fast food, meaning that it's, um, it is done in a way that is not for the for the good of all right it's certainly not good for the people who are buying uh fast food and fast fashion for example Did it's petroleum it's petroleum and we are dressing plastic petroleum every day chemicals we are uh, when the fashion is pink the rivers are pink uh, yes. all these plastic when they we go to the to the machines to wash yes we are throwing microplastics every time 
So we are eating this this uh, <laughs> this dressing. Yes. And we do not know. And there are so many ways to get in to be much more efficient. So yeah, yeah. this is the, the the big problem. And also the overconsumption, over production, because the industry does not pay for the product. So overproduce and then all the ways they throw it, they burn it, they throw it to the oceans, etc. So yes. it is a key issue that we have to tackle. Yes, yes, that's so important. I so I wanted to make sure people understood this term, fast fashion, and then now all these solutions. Um, but another issue that you brought up that I think is really important, it ties to social media and and the uh, the need for immediate gratification of our culture and buy, buy, buy. And you could even tie in Amazon Prime, right? You just click one button and all of a sudden it's your house, you know, the next day. But it's things that we we're we're being brainwashed. And I know you mentioned young people, especially um that we need this we we think we want it and then we get it and it's it's not something we actually need and we're not thinking through even what we're buying um so the mental health aspect is something i just hadn't thought of uh prior to you mentioning that totally totally and also experiencing so i think so important to come back to this within this craft by ourselves no experiencing the times that takes to construct a piece of cloth, yes? So with that experiences that we can understand, and if we think natural fibers, this, for example, merino wool, that for took one year in order to be able to shave a, a wool, and the care and the enormous quantity of land, of carrying water, of people working on that, and then when they are shaved, they are exported without bringing local value added, without bringing the community on board. And then how it's mixed with other plastics in order to make it <laughs> exponential, the use of, of the fiber. And then uh, also contributes to the waste. So to, to come back to less, much more caring, beautiful products that they are long lasting at Animana, our collection, our main collection was from the beginning. Yes, we just, uh, <laughs> uh, we, we just uh, create small details, but I'm so, so proud, yes, of creating. I never understood fashion, never have been part. And so I'm so uh, straight in order to think a product that I could use it 10 years before, 10 years more, yes? And that you have a story with that. And I, I feel that consumers and, and people around the world are willing this. When they have to think about something special to bring a, a present, to give an image, I say governments, they remind artisans when, for example, C20 and Imana uh, give the, the presents and the government pay attention to, <laughs> oh, yeah. To, to artisans in that moment, yes? But yeah. artisans, that's, that's Latin great. America has all this power, all these vibrant uh, natural fibers, natural colors, dyes, culture, that can bring beauty to our life. But yes, the system yes. interrupts everything, yes? And, yeah. and mental health, I, th I think the problem is mental. We have to embrace much more what we are to look inner and from there there is another potentiality yeah for sure and i think you're also talking about switching from the idea of quantity more 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 to quality right and to slowing down our lives and really appreciating and thinking through these purchases um you did mention that unep the united nations environment program selected your company to um, do a case study and to um, to go further, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that, and just to also demonstrate to people, like you've mentioned, that you know that you are on, you are impacting this at a global level, and uh, would love to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, 
Um, well, we have been working uh, as because of our ECOSOC status consultative, we are part of all the discussion uh, at the United Nations, presenting voice and hecho por nosotros with its own university of systemic change, academic leaders of firms that are really worried, contributing, created all these case studies with experiences of Animana and many other change makers around the world, of many of Ashoka fellows that they challenge themselves to create solutions. No? So uh, after these contributions, uh, United Nations launched a book of systemic change, of circularity in fashion, uh, I, I was asking Gisela to send me the link. I don't know if she's here. Okay, okay. Uh, but the playbook in the page uh, 44 selected Animana Hecho por Nosotros as the only brand and NGO for Latin, Latin America of this journey of systemic change, no? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. It is a mention, <laughs> uh, but so important, let's say, also to give attention to local NGOs. I think the systemic change, and here I make a call to philanthropies, impact investors, that they are attending much more voices of solutions in the system. And the reality is that we need to be totally enrooted with local issues, with local people co-creating solutions, with this love and admiration in order to be ready to uh, bring their, their wisdom to the system. So um, all, all this is open in order to, is ready and open to scale up. Um, the solutions, the university, the systemic change, the lessons, the caring of the language, the ancestral techniques, and this circularity into the fashion industry. Well, you know, we already have a question here, so I'd love to um, go ahead and ask you this question from someone at 7 Billion Presidents. Um, and it's really about your business model, um, you know, about the profits. Where do the profits go? Yeah, here we go. Love the, love the vision. What are the biggest challenges to grow this? And then also, how do you compete with these capitalistic companies that are the fast fashion companies, right? How do you compete? Yeah, so terrible, so hard. I think, well, you know, I was born in Patagonia. If you know, the wind goes 150 kilometers. So you have to be very strong and very rooted in order to survive. Um, and it's a hard uh, way. And for, of course, we have ups, down. I had been very lucky, for example, to work with Dominique Peclars, a leader of the fashion industry that was retired. And she helped me to create this luxury concept because when we talk, we work with natural fibers, we are talking about luxury pieces, no timeless, with all this, uh, all this culture embodied and bringing design communications so hard. Um, but well, Animana is, is there. We have a boutique in, a small boutique in Buenos Aires, and we attend wholesale and clients worldwide. A lot of, now there is a lot of problems in Argentina, but there are so many tourists. So uh, we still, we also work with gifts for corporate gifts where corporation buying these gifts are part of this capacity building of bringing women, indigenous people into the system, yes? Direct financing and producing and improving their way of producing. Has been very hard, but uh, we are there on the run and continue um, growing and improving our uh, system. We are a B Corp. We have been selected as best B Corp many years uh, in community, in new models. This is Animana. An hecho por nosotros is part of uh, United Nations, has ECOSOC status. We are working with so many universities now, hand by hand with Radhika Shah from Stanford, 
that wants to help um, the systemic change of Hecho por Nosotros as a think tank. We made the last high-level political forum together, co-hosted with her. Uh, and the issues are many, are many, so many. We need support, someone that loves our rooted model, regenerative model, and to be part, yes? And for that, we need uh, investors, yes? To improve technology, traceability, capacity building, introduction, introduction of all these tools to many universities and to policymakers. Yes, you're always looking, I'm sure you're always looking for partners and investors, but what is so, what's really striking me about your answer to this question about how do you compete is that you actually seem to have solutions in many different areas of this. Because you have the nonprofit that works with the UN and you have the, the, the company itself that is producing the fibers and producing even you know, the beautiful clothing, you have these these solutions. Um, it's such a daunting problem because of the demand and, and, and supply. And one thing you also mentioned earlier um, in your presentation was about um, that, that even suppliers cannot find the designers. There's not really a, a way for them to find each other. So you're addressing that as well. Um, it's, it is a lot. Yeah, it's really impressive. Um, so I, I really hope that you'll find, I'm sure you'll find more, you know, partners and people to, to take you to even a higher level. Um, I love this point about women and indigenous people who are, um, having such an impact, you know, as you said, the women are primarily the shoppers in general. And, um, and we have, in a way we have, the power then as women to change the shopping decisions. And, yeah. and then when you learn about it, as we are now, and you know, we have, then we also have the responsibility to make those changes. Um, and so I think that's really important. Yes. So I want yeah, to, I think for that, I think it's so important to educate uh, ourselves to educate if we do not uh, really have the opportunity to educate in order, I, I think I'm trying to share the YouTube channels or are these? Not sure. Ah, no, no. I shared the presentation just by a mistake. Um, yeah, what I mean is if we cannot educate, we cannot give the opportunity to youth no, uh, mostly as, as a key actor in this moment and finally are the drivers of the present and the future. Here there are some channels of Animanan hecho por nosotros and our long run we have more than 30 own side events at United Nations with leaders. Um, so the right yeah we can post those um i think isola can possibly post those here for everyone to see them here um yeah. and we have about seven minutes left so think maybe think okay. about what else you'd like to share here we go here's the youtube channels um so people can search for those thank you for that i think that's really uh great information um wow this is so amazing. I'm looking at um, my notes and, and thinking about what else we should talk about. I know you're also a fellow for the an Ashoka fellow. Can you share yeah. what that means? I know what that means. Can you share what that means? Yeah, Ashoka is a, uh, a network of social entrepreneurs that they have, we have, let's say, a way of uh, changing the system. It's not... Uh, uh, giving or helping others, but really uh, learning how to rethink our system, no? And, and it's a network that helps, let's say, to connect with big firms, with consultancies. I have been selected by a program with Ashoka and CNA Foundation as the leader, a visionary of the future of the fashion in 2016. This allowed me to work with other fellows of Ashoka in many areas of the fashion industry and to co-learn, co-create 
Then many, they are part of Hecho por Nosotros and many of the co-creation and the university. We have been, I have been selected as IKEA uh, Foundation for DELA with Ashoka as uh, a visioner for the systemic change uh, by different organizations. JP Morgan gave us the consultancy to grow up and scale up Animana model. Uh, so all that network helps you to bring specialists, leaders of different areas and work for you for free. Yes, uh, of course, that everything continues to be difficult and challenge, but uh, as we have so uh, big access to um, human capital, because also through Ashoka, um, students, professors, academics around the world, they learn about my work and they come on board to Hecho por Nosotros, yes? yes I yes. Every week, more than 20 uh, leaders, uh, students, PhD, wow. uh, they come to Hecho por Nosotros and they are part of all this journey. That so this is amazing. Is, yeah. It, it uh, primarily it connected you to a network of people working on the same problem of transforming the fashion industry. Um, that's amazing. 20 new people a week about who do are interested in you from that whole network. That's amazing. Yeah. We did yeah. have a question here. I'm sorry. We had another question before we end and I, uh, it's yeah. right over here. It's, um, here we go. Our government's doing enough. Um, and what would your advice be to the governments to be better supporters around this? You mentioned the EU. You did mention the EU changing, uh, doing some legislation to end fast fashion, which I don't know of any other country in the world yeah. doing that. that. Any other place? That is like part of, let's say, the the solution of long long run, and it's far really to put all the energy at the grassroots. Yes, about. They are trying to bring solutions to big firms and that the bottom from the top to the bottom. And I think the solutions should be work from the bottom and scale up. If not, we will be uh, we will end our our world, our system because people, biodiversity, ecosystem are at the grassroots, are at the bottom, are the big part of our economy, of our society, of our problems. Yes. What I think, and in my experience, I have been honored to have as collaborators, many leaders that knew me in an event and etc. and came to Hecho por Nosotros in order to learn, because also our system is so fragmented that many times they do not understand how to do it. They yeah, do not yes. get, and uh, let's say, yeah. their yeah. life is so, so hard. Yes, they ask you, ask us so many, we are all running, how to pay attention, how to introduce these needs, another uh, knowledge, yeah. another yeah. time, another yeah. experience. So uh, yeah. while this is, Sorry, we have just literally 30, 30 seconds to one minute left. I so apologize, Adriana. I hate to cut you off. I, I think one of the things you're mentioning here is one of the most important things we have in common with her many voices and with your organizations, which is the importance of the indigenous people as as people who are creating products and and helping and leading because they inherently know the value of what we're talking about. Um, her many voices have self-care with purpose with our hemp products and and you have, of course, your beautiful fashion. And so I want to thank you so much for being here and thank you for everything, all of your work that you're doing. Um, I know we, we need to end and I, I just can't wait to um, to stay in touch with you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity and well, looking for collaboration and continue integrating tools and solutions together. Great, Thank you yes. so much. And Thank of course, you. all Thank of the, this will all be in the show notes. People can read it in the future as well. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs>